podcast where we discuss the show Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me as always... is his wife, Penny. Okay, why did you have to mention that letter, Kenny, thing right before we recorded? I really <laughs> wanted to screw up that entry so bad. I knew he'd be upset. So It was everything I could do to resist giving a letter, Kenny, version of that. You know, well, you it, might as well do it now. Yeah, here's, here's what it would be like. So my wife and I were sitting around watching Supernatural the other day, and this is what happened. <laughs> it would just be something like that. If you haven't seen this show yet on Hulu, check it out. There's a couple of episodes that are really rough. They're like episode three of season one. The whole thing's about making a Facebook clone that's all about farts. And it's like, what is this dumb topic? I don't know. They, they, there's a couple of episodes that are heavy fart humor. I'm like, ah, that's not really that funny, guys. No, your, uh, your poetry and the literary are not, is not literary because you're not saying it. But all the spoken word jokes and uh, the puns and poems and stuff, that's what's funny. Yes, they, they come across as like, well, I shouldn't say they come across as illiterate, but you think because of their characters that those illiterate farmers in some small town in, in Canada, and really they're all very intelligent, very well read, very well spoken. Um, it's really interesting, and it's funny. It is very, very funny. Yeah, their conversations back and forth are just so fast and monotone that then it sounds like robots are talking. But the quips then are so quick back and forth. Yes, they are. And then, yeah, that one. That one where the, the whole front is a poem just blew my mind. Like, I, I, I knew that they were talking fast and everything. That was when we first started watching it. And then I was like, hey, wait, they're doing a thing here. It just blew my mind. Then the next one, they did the ABCs gimmick. Yeah, so one of them will start, start a, say a word like with a letter A, and the other one will just say a sentence with a bunch of A's in it, and then B, and they go on. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> um, but... It's only, or I shouldn't say it's only, it's like eight seasons, six episodes a season, and I just burned through it all in a couple of days. Yeah, it's not a real show like Supernatural that, you know. <laughs> that takes time, yeah. 22 episodes a season where they really have to put work into it. Um, then there's a thing called Little Kenny, which is just like six animated things, also on Hulu, so. Highly recommended from here. Uh, other news from the house, I am not on crutches today. Yay! I actually swept. Woohoo! He meant the floor. <laughs> oh, and Nella just shook her head and got slobber everywhere. Yay, yeah, Nella. I don't know what's her with her slobbery mouth. She's found something new to chew on in this house. I feel <laughs> she coming around dripping from her jaws. Gross. Well, she is a bull mastiff, so she does have that going for her. Yeah, and then one of her other dogs is feeling sickly. You're for, you're worried about him. I'm very worried buddy. about Buddy. He um. Did not get on the bed last night. I tried to hold him up, but he's too heavy for me to get up on the bed. And uh, he's just been really down. He slept on the floor all night last night, which made me sad. I slept on the floor with him for a while, but then my back started to hurt. So I had to well, get unfortunately, we know Buddy's getting old. He is getting old. And he's a lumpy dog, too. Yeah, he's got those fatty little tumors all over. Ooh, I wouldn't say little, and I would emphasize all over. Yeah. If yeah, he's got about twenty five pounds of lump weight on him. <laughs> Poor puppy. Uh, he's fine. He's just I, I'm telling you, they played rough yesterday for a while. Harley got a bug up her butt and she was just leaping around for about a good half hour and got Buddy involved. So I think he just he pulled a hammy or something. 
Hopefully. That's all it is. Yeah, he's, he's not panting or anything. No, and he seems to be eating all right. And he, I, I did give him an aspirin this morning just in case. Um, that he's eyeballing us. He knows that we're talking about him now. And yes, I looked up on Pat Web MD, and you can give him an aspirin now and again. So don't worry, I didn't try to kill my dog. <laughs> that was after the three chocolate cupcakes I saw you give him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. All right, season three, episode four, entitled Sin City. And no, it's not about Vegas, believe it or not. No. Uh, during the recap, uh, it's heavy on the Devil's Gate, the uh, yellow-eyed demon, the uh, angry Sam's flashback. I mean, where we saw, like, Sam just flip out there at the end of uh, what was that? the season Jake? finale. Yeah. And I thought also what, that it was heavy with the Colt also. Yep, yep, the Winchester gun that can kill everything. It was highly uh, shown off. Along with DC Supergirl. Did we get her name yet? She's not Supergirl. <laughs> she played on Arrow. She played Laurel Lance on Arrow. Okay, along with Laurel Lance. Do no. we know what her uh, supernatural show name is yet? Yes, they've discussed it in the last episode. Her name is Ruby. Ruby, okay. The demon Ruby. Okay, well, I'm going to have to update my notes here. I forgot about her name. Well, they should have said her name in the recap. I believe they did because one of the scenes was Sam and Dean arguing about the demon Ruby. <laughs> oh, you might be right. All right, well, we start off with a dark, spooky church. There's a nun putting some books away in a pew. There is a priest there, too. And then uh, up pops some guy named Andy who tells him that God's no longer around. He takes a handgun, puts it under his chin, and shoots his brains out. Did I miss anything in there? It was pretty, like, simple, right? Well, yes, but while the, after the nun was putting the books in the pews, you know, you, felt, you saw some rattling and some of the candles that were lit kind of blew out. And then the priest kind of came behind her and scared her. And then we thought, oh, because at first we thought maybe there was something, but it was just the priest that scared her because she wasn't, you know, looking but that's about it yep then andy uh, takes the gun guy's right. no longer with us kills himself well yeah. then we uh we see that uh, i don't think the uh logo or anything played here yes it did did it yes uh, how did i miss that i always write that in my notes yes and i did not have that. okay well we come back and uh sam has found some omens in ohio and Bobby is looking over the gun, uh, the Winchester gun, to figure out how it works. Well, he, I put that he was fixing it. I think he was fixing it and cleaning it. But yes, they wanted, he, I'm sure he wanted to know how um, it was able to kill demons. You have to realize that it only had so many of those bullets, and Dean did use the last one and it killed Azazel. So technically right now it's just a gun. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the boys leave. Bobby reminds them. This is such a good point, too. Bobby reminds them, call him if anything happens, because that's how these guys always get in trouble. They rush into things without checking in with Bobby first. This is true. They could do some more Bobby checking if they wanted to be a oh, little bit that, safer. That cracked me up so hard. That has been an on-running theme lately, is them getting into trouble without consulting Bobby. Okay, so that I like that. Sam and Dean, uh, they're at the church and talking to the priest that we saw in the opener. Uh, the priest reports Andy just flipped out. He 
seemed like he was possessed almost. Sam asks if there, hey, is there any other guys that have completely flipped out and uh, killed themselves? And sure enough, uh, there was some other dude that also flipped out and then killed himself. Well, and that happened two months ago in the date when the gate opened up. Um, I don't think he said he killed himself. I thought he just shot up a hobby shop. Maybe he did end up killing... And then he killed himself. Okay, yeah, yeah but I remember I, the shooting I, I, at the hobby shop. And the character's name, although we never see him, his character's name is Tony Perkins, and we all know that Anthony Perkins played Norman Bates on Psycho. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, then, that was two months ago, and it all lines up when the demon gate was opened. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. We uh, see their uh, Sam and Dean's hotel room, and this thing is extra swanky. I put Where do they get these hotel room <laughs> interiors? I don't know, but I put 70s porn because it had mirrors on the ceilings. and Oh, it was gorgeous. <laughs> it was that room was made for cocaine and champagne. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, funny enough, though, Dean runs into an old hunter friend of his checking in across the hall, and they start talking, and the buddy doesn't know any info on any demons in town. Um. Figured they are getting possessed, but really doesn't have any proof of what's going on with these folks that are flipping out and killing themselves. Yeah, his name is Richie, and he just doesn't seem like, um, how do I want to say it, a very good hunter. <laughs> it seems like he's more interested in hooking up with girls than anything else. Yeah. Uh, but he does know, this This dude does know a guy that used to be respected, but now he's turned into a sleaze ass, like every other guy that this happened to. So there's someone like Mig Sickness that they know of. Uh, they go downtown, and it is a party down there. Everyone's walking around with cocktails. It looks like spring break, um, but this was, they're in Ohio, and this is just supposed to be some dumpy old boarded up factory town and it looks like a damn party is going on it, it's like the dells it looked like gatlinburg spring, <laughs> spring break for 30 year olds or yeah that's what i'm saying Dells, gatlinburg um, probably branson it looked like one of those towns to me it reminded me more of uh new orleans because of the fact that they are all working walking around with the cocktails we saw a lot of hookers and things like that now, at this point, too, in all of these scenes, everyone's cocktail is red, and there is a lot of women wearing red shirts. Oh, I did not notice that. I probably should yeah, have. Yeah, it never is a thing. Red never comes into this whole show. I mean, spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm telling you something that doesn't happen. I don't no, think. No. But no. in all of those exterior scenes with people walking around, so many women in red tops. In holding red drinks. It was really odd. Well, yes, it was. <laughs> because, like you said, it was in the middle of Ohio. It wasn't like some swanky beach city somewhere or desert city somewhere. Yeah. Oh, Ohio, red. That's their school color. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought they were the Ohio Hawkeyes. I thought they were black and gold. <laughs> now we're going to have to look it up because I'm pretty sure. Ohio State. Ohio State. Buckeyes. And their colors are red. And, I mean, yeah, red and white. They're just like, yeah, they're just like badgers. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. 
Yeah, okay. Now that makes sense. Oh, I think the Iowa Buckeyes. Sorry, all you college football fans. My bad. I don't know a thing about college football. Right. Iowa Buckeyes. No, it's the Ohio State Buckeyes. Whatever. Whatever. I told you I know nothing about college football, and I apologize for that. The Nebraska cum suckers, by the way. <laughs> I will never like that team. <laughs> personal reason they can blow me forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that we've had our mental breakdown for the day, let's get our notes back up. <laughs> oh. And I put that, uh, yeah, when I get into town, there's lots of hookers, gambling, and drinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they go into a bar and meet that friend of Dean's. And uh, Dean is already hot for the bartender. Yes. Now, their nice priest friend, Father, he's there at the bar drinking, too, for free. He seems a little bit sleazy himself. He does. But he says, you know, if the... What does he say exactly? Kind of like if the church doesn't come to him, he's got to go to the Yeah, church. he's got to go to his flock. Where the, yeah, where his flock is. Yeah. Um, Dean orders a hurricane from the bar, and then I'm like, well, that's a red drink. What's with the red all of a sudden? Well, that, that's what I was going to say earlier. Well, the red drinks is when they're probably all drinking hurricanes, but I didn't want to spoil yeah. it that that's what Dean ends up. And even yeah. Sam goes, since when do you, do you drink hurricanes? He's like, I do now. Because he was hot for the bartender. She said she made him mean hurricane. So while they're all uh, hanging out, uh, the guy that I guess they're there to introduce him to pulls out a gun, shoots another guy dead. And then it looks like he's going to try and shoot himself. But Dean rushes in, tackles him, and then starts uh, dumping holy water on his face. But well, he, he doesn't burn him. Sam comes in with the holy water. Oh, okay. Because they were thinking that... Um, Maybe he was possessed, but no, he wasn't yeah, possessed. he wasn't. But they were like, hey, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you pouring water on me? Pretty much. Uh, the shooter then exclaims, hey, this guy slept with my wife. Oh. Well, okay. that's not good. Infidelity, to add with the prostitution, drinking and gambling. <laughs> Richie's hanging out uh, with the bartender, and uh, she uh, ends up getting, he ends up getting an invite back to her place. And so they go back to her house, and then they start going downstairs, and it looks like she lives in a crypt. It's like, <laughs> what suburban house is this that has Dracula's basement in it? <laughs> it did look like a crypt. Yeah, I, yeah, it definitely did not look like uh, somewhere I would want to be heading to. Huge, wide, stone stairwell. Stairwell. Yeah. Yes, because there's a stairway, the walls, the ceiling. It's like a, it's out of a cathedral or something. No, it's just in this lady's house. Like, get <laughs> real. That house is like the TARDIS, bigger on the inside than the outside. To have that stair case in it. It was ridiculous. That's true. All right, where am I in my notes? I keep getting <laughs> thrown off by ranting about the sets. I put Richie okay, yep, she lives in an under, she lives underground in like a crypt or something. Uh, the bartender, well, what do you know? She turns out to be a demon and quickly kills Richie. Because she knows he's a hunter. Yep. And obviously not a very bright one. <laughs> well, back at the bar, though, Dean is worried about Richie. He isn't picking up his phone. Back home, Bobby is shooting the Winchester handgun. It looks like he's sighting it in. The uh, blonde DC superhero demon shows up. <laughs> Ruby. <laughs> and uh, asks Bobby uh, to shoot her. She's like, hey, can you shoot me with that? Come well, on. she says, if you do shoot me with that, it's not going to do you a lot of good. 
Yeah, because it can't kill demons anymore. It's like, come on, shoot me. We got to see if the, basically, I think she was seeing if it worked or not yet. And, uh, well, it doesn't kill her. He does eventually, like, oh, you're getting annoying, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Shoots her, like, if you want it. Uh, it doesn't kill her. And she's like, ah, oh, that hurt. Now you, you ruined my shirt. <laughs> uh, she offers Bobby then help with the gun to get it working. Sam? Yeah, hmm? yeah I was like, yeah. Um, she says, ouch. <laughs> I heard. Uh, Bobby says, what do you want? She says, world peace and a new shirt would be nice. <laughs> but yeah, she does offer to help Bobby to uh, make the gun workable again to kill other demons. Sam calls Dean and tells him to meet at the bar in 20 minutes. Dean is at the bar waiting for Sam and the hot girl in a red shirt starts hitting on him. She says it'll be $200 for, you know, to go on a date. Dean turns her down and she walks off. We forgot to mention that before Sam was there, he was outside the office of the man who owns the bar. And he breaks in and is looking for something, I think anything to see if the guy was possessed. And then this guy and his bodyguards show up. Sam kind of eventually gets the drop on him and gets the gun back from him. Sprinkles them with holy water. Neither of them are possessed. So he's like, oops, my bad. <laughs> Yeah, that happens up here in a little bit, man. No, I put Sam outside. Okay. Yeah, Can Dean. I just go through my notes? Sure. My bad. Dean then chats up the bartender, and they take off together. We see Sam sneaking into an office looking for something. Okay, you're right. Dean gets jumped by two guys. Sam. Sam gets jumped by two guys. He takes their gun away, splashes them with holy water. They're not demons. Sam apologizes and leaves. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny when he leaves, too. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. You're not. Uh, never mind. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to take your bullets and I'll set the gun down over here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and he just splits. Well, then we uh, we go back and we see Dean in the crypt basement again. And Dean explains that he knows that she's a demon. And he traps her with the devil's trap. He stopped by earlier in the day at her house and set all this up. Because she walks on a carpet and there's a devil's trap under it. Dean starts to exercise her, but she's pretty powerful. Makes all of his papers fly away out of the book. And then a uh, whole house, like... The entryway, that big stone stairwell, all comes crashing down, and they all get trapped inside the basement. Yes. So now Dean and the de demon are trapped together, and they call each other bitch. <laughs> yes, they do. Dean lights a candle and goes off looking for his book. He tries to exercise her from memory, but it doesn't work. He fails <laughs> miserably, and she continues to mock him. Yeah, should have paid attention in Latin class. And I think he made a comment about, well, my brother's coming to get me, and he did pay attention in class, so. <laughs> the demon says that everyone knows all about Sam and that he's the brains of the operation. Sam is in the bar looking nervously around for Dean. Sam asks the bartender if, if he had seen him or uh, know anything about what happened, where'd he go. And uh, he doesn't know nothing but does the old, I don't know, my memory's a bit foggy and Sam has to pay him off for a couple of questions. Which always just reminds me of the scene from Naked Gun <laughs> where, they, <laughs> where they have to sit there and pay each other off a couple of times, <laughs> including borrowing money from each other. God, I love that scene. Uh, Sam leaves and another girl in a red shirt is eyeballing him on the way out. 
Well, that was the prostitute that tried to get Dean earlier. Oh, okay. Yes. The demon explains uh, that she got Trotter to build some sleazy bars, and that's what brought the party to town. Yeah, because she said, you know, it didn't take much. We didn't have to possess these people. All we had to do was give them an idea, and they kind of took it from there. Humans are weak and like to party, kind of sounded like. <laughs> That's how everyone gets trapped living in Highwood. <laughs> uh, Sam walks into a house and starts calling for Dean. Dean finds sulfur on, a t- on an end table. Sam. Sam finds sulfur on an end table. Why is it so hard for me to put my notes and use the correct names? I don't know. Back in the basement, Dean and the demon are still talking. They're going on and on about who can do a better job at running things. It's an exhausting, stupid conversation. Sam goes back to the bar and leaves a message for Bobby. I don't know. Why does he have to go to the bar to use his phone? Well, he didn't. I think he just went back to the bar to look for Dean. Um, Couldn't find him there. So, yeah, then he calls Bobby. Let's him kind of know what's going on. Yeah, well, the bartender then offers Sam a drink, and Sam at this point just freaks out at the bartender, like, what the hell's wrong with everyone in this town? Everyone's so damn chill. <laughs> the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, dude, chill out. If I was a bartender, I'd offer you a drink too, you maniac. <laughs> well, at that point, Sam sees the priest sitting there again, so he and Sam go sit down and start talking. Yeah, Sam goes and sits down with the priest, who's back at the bar drinking himself. Uh, back in the basement, uh, the demon is telling Dean all of Lucifer's plans. Dean asks what hell's like. The demon asks, it must suck. Well, wondering what it's going to... It sucks in hell. Why do you think we all want to be here? <laughs> exactly. And also, like, yeah, I know what you, I know why you want to know, because you're going to be there soon. Right. She knows all about it. She knows all about it. And this is when we first hear the name of Zazel as well. Yep. Um, Yellow-eyed demon. Uh, Sam, uh, actually, Dean used his real name first before she did. No, he did not know what her name was because she said, oh, what do you think? Everyone just calls him Yellow Eyes? Yeah. He called. He said it first, though. No, he didn't. There is no way he yep, would have known. He did. No. He did. No. Nope. We're going to have to go watch it. Yes, we are. You got that wrong. Nope. Um... Sam is asking the priest about his brother and says he might be in trouble. The priest definitely wants to go help. And then he priest gets up and turns around and we can see he's got the demon black eyes. So he's now Sam's getting help from a demon priest. <laughs> Back in the basement, the demon thinks Dean is all right. They keep chatting about Dean's deal and him going to hell. The priest is giving Sam a ride and uh, a ride to where they think that they are. I guess the priest knows. Well, yeah, he's a demon. Of course, he knows where they're at. Right. Uh, The priest starts to compliment Sam and tells him he could be a really good leader. It's all really awkward small talk at this point in the vehicle. And Sam looks awkward as well. Uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, because um, Cassie, who is the, the bartender demon said that Azazel had a plan and Sam was supposed to be second in command, but that plan fell apart. And now there's so much chaos because the demons are kind of jostling as to who is going to be in charge. And I think that's why then the priest demon made the comment to Sam, you know, you'd be really good in charge of stuff. Kind of referencing back to that. Yep. 
I'm trying to find my notes here. Oh. <laughs> uh, back in the basement, the demon uh, chick sees that Dean finds her sexy. Dean asks about the demon army that got out. Here's the Azazel conversation that he was supposed to be the leader, but now it's all chaos. All the demons are fighting for control. Sam was supposed to be the leader. Sam shows up at the house uh, where Dean is. Sam finds Dean in the basement, talks to him through a window. The priest is looking all creepy. <laughs> uh, it pops up behind Sam, but then Bobby shoots him. First misses, and the priest demon then starts tossing everyone around like ragdolls using the Jedi Force. Yes. <laughs> I don't think there's no other way, way to put that. It's just Jedi Force powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the priest demon... Bores a hole through. To, oh yeah, bores a hole through the rubble. He just like walks through it like the Incredible Hulk, just <laughs> tossing rocks aside. Throws Dean aside, um, makes a break on the demon trap, and then he climbs inside the demon trap. And him and the chick demon start making out. Mm-hmm. Uh, priest demon then grabs Dean by the throat and lifts him up in the air, uh, you know, a la Vader style. Sam shoots them both with the Colt and kills the demon's dead. And you forgot to mention that Ruby was with Bobby when Bobby showed up because... Oh, I didn't notice that. Yes, because Sam's like, how do you know where we were? And I'm assuming Ruby knew because, you know, fellow demon and that whole Jedi mind thing that demons probably have. Because they all know about the deal Dean made, so I'm assuming they all know, kind of kind of keep tabs psychic, psychically on where the other ones are. Dean asks Bobby if they did good for the community, and Bobby says, yeah, they're just humans. It's not your job to protect them. Dean talks to Bobby about the yellow-eyed demon, asking Dean if he was sure that Sam was just 100% Sam and nothing else came through. Bobby says Sam's okay. And the demons lie. We see Sam uh, packing. uh, Yeah, we see Sam packing the car, I guess. And uh, the DC DC blonde demon, Ruby, comes in and chats with Sam and brings up the fact that Dean's going to hell. Sam threatens to shoot her with the gun, but knows that without her, Dean has no choice, no chance of being saved. She says that he's going to be facing some even harder issues in the future. Yeah, she mentions that there's a war still coming and it won't be easy, but she will be there for Sam. All very interesting. So that's very nice of her for our demon. So, I don't know. All right, episode... Yes, it was. I mean, definitely this whole, this all feels like it's part of the story, more or less, because we not, now the gun is fixed. Yes, and the fact that... How many was, bullets does uh, Bobby have now? I don't know how many he's Yeah, gotten. what's the bullet count? The, I don't have a bullet count. I have a body count from this episode of five, okay. um, but no, we do not, <laughs> we don't know how many bullets Ruby helped Bobby make. Hmm. As soon as we know that information, we're going to have to keep track. Yes, we are. I could should have kept a red shirt counter in this episode. <laughs> uh, but first off, uh, not first off, because we already did the first off of body count five. And our day-night count, what do we think? Probably uh, four or five. Yeah, that's, yeah, about there, I would say. Four sounds about right. That's such a scientific counting we're doing there. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> You'd be amazed at how many tests we put through this 
computer algorithm that we have um, to come up with our accurate count. <laughs> I can't even come up with a computer algorithm to do the work I'm supposed to be doing, let alone <laughs> something that detects day and night and stupid supernatural. <gasps> oh, he said stupid supernatural. Boo. Quit yawning. It's not boring. <laughs> oh, no. I just had to have the world's biggest yawn and stretch. I don't know why. Hmm. That was horrific. <laughs> I feel like I just woke up. Oh, <laughs> I've been Jesus. talking for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hmm. Okay. That's always good. Um, name me the next episode. Bedtime Stories. It'll be Season 3, Episode 5. Cool. Bedtime Stories. So I'm assuming it'll have to do with a bedtime story actually coming to life of some sort. Maybe yes, maybe no. But I, mean, I don't know. What is there? Little Red Riding Hood? The three little bears. Three bears. Th well, three little pigs. Um, Hansel and Gretel. A lot of bedtime stories. Yeah. Do you read bedtime stories to your nephews when they were ki little kids? No. You just let them eat, drink soda pop. <laughs> throw the <laughs> throw the cushions around and watch TV until as late as they wanted. Pretty much, yeah, I spoiled them rotten. <laughs> I like to think they like coming to Aunt Penny, so they could pretty much do whatever they wanted. They still do think <laughs> that when they come here. Gosh. <laughs> no, they're all adults now <laughs> with children of their own. <laughs> yeah, but every time they've been stayed with us lately, they've been naughty. Well, yes, that is true. <laughs> the one who was so naughty, he ended up with a wife out of the deal. <laughs> It's terrible. No, we love Mike and Liz. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it from us. Just a reminder, uh, we have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. You can find us at coupleofidgets.com, all of our contact info, um, as well as where to subscribe to us from Spotify, iTunes, and places. Other than that, Bye.